0: Hey friends, good morning, good afternoon, good evening from every part of the world that we're listening from. Welcome to another episode of Just Thinking Aloud with Vicky. I hope you're all keeping well and staying safe. Happy Victoria Day to all the Canadians and happy Pentecost Day celebration of yesterday. I ask that the power of the Holy Spirit will rest upon us on our topic of today. Breathe and empower the word of God through me as a vessel to fulfill what it's been sent forth to do in Jesus' name. Today we're considering an interesting topic. It's who did Jesus say he is? Jesus is the fulfillment of the law. Our text is from Matthew 5, 17-19. It says, do not think that i came to abolish the law or the prophets i did not come to abolish but to fulfill for truly i say to you until heaven and earth pass away not the smallest letter or stroke of a letter shall pass from the law until all is accomplished therefore whoever nullifies one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven but whoever keeps and teaches them he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven that was the new american standard bible version now i want us to take note of the phrase the law and the prophets In this passage, Jesus says he came to fulfill the law and the prophets and not to abolish it. Now, first question for today. How exactly and in which way did Jesus fulfill the law and the prophets? From that passage, I would say that his life fulfilled every messianic prediction that the Old Testament prophets revealed about him. He also taught and obeyed every commandment while here on earth. As an example to us, his disciples, it is said that there are over 350 messianic prophecies in the Bible. Jesus fulfilled every one of them. Paul was one disciple that understood what Jesus meant by saying he was the fulfillment of the law. And so we're going to be going through some of Paul's teachings on this topic. Now, taking a look at one of Paul's letters to the Galatians in chapter 5, verse 14, Paul states, For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, Love your neighbor as yourself. The law Paul is talking about in these verses is the law of Moses which was given by God to Israel in the books of Exodus and Leviticus. The law included the Ten Commandments and all other moral, ceremonial and civil regulations that govern the life of the people of Israel in their covenant relationship with God. Paul indicates that the entire law can be summed up in one word, which is love. Now, let's compare Galatians 5.14 with John 3.16. Very popular verse that says, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever, whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life connecting both verses we can say that jesus is the fulfillment of the law of love because he was given to the world as a result of the father's love for the world as such all believers can fulfill every demand of the law by keeping in step with jesus and keeping our eyes on him who is the author and finisher of our faith. And now, the law has always pointed to Jesus Christ. As we read from Romans 10 verse 4, Romans 10 verse 4, it says, For Christ has already accomplished the purpose for which the law was given. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. The law of Moses is something humans are incapable of keeping. We cannot meet the demands of the law in our own power. There's a lot of them and you know it demands so many things of us and it's wasn't, it's not easy. And so our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ fulfilled the law perfectly and provided his righteousness in exchange for our sin. We can see this in Matthew 5 verse 17 and this is why we do not need to spill the blood of animals anymore in order to be made right with God. Christ spilled his blood once and for all and perfectly fulfilled all the ceremonial laws. By faith we believe and accept that Jesus Christ bore the curse of the law when he died on the cross. And that's why we're no longer afraid that oh, if we're unable to fulfill some part of the law, that we are cursed. We're no longer afraid because Jesus became that curse for us, and this can be seen in Galatians 3:13, which says, "But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law when he was hung on the cross." took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoing for it is written in the scriptures cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree in this passage Paul was quoting part of Deuteronomy 21 verse 23 as such Christ became a curse for us and the cross that comes as a result of our inability to obey the law now has no effect on us whatsoever on us who have come to faith through christ also it is through christ that we receive the holy spirit who enables us to keep the law of love now Taking a look at Romans 13 verse 10. Romans 13 verse 10 says, Love does no wrong to others, so love fulfills the requirements of God's law. Now, instead of worrying about what we can never do, namely keeping every aspect of the law, we are free to yield to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit leads and shows us how to love. Now, the passage I read earlier in Romans ten four now begs the question, what is the purpose for which the law was given? Why did the law even exist? Paul answered this question in his letter to the Galatians, chapter 3, verses 19 to 26. This is um, a pretty long uh, passage, and so I would suggest you read the passage fully before continuing to listen to this podcast. In summary, however, Paul is saying in Galatians 3:19 to 26 that the law served to reveal sin and left no way out for the people, such that the only way out was through a sinless savior. The law served as a guardian to guide our ways and actions such that there would be no excuse for sin until Christ came to fulfill the law and provide salvation. As such, the law is only temporary and does not give eternal life. Christ is our only hope in life and death. The only way out of the prison that the law holds us under is the uh, and sorry. Let me take that again. The only way out of the prison that the law holds us under, and the only way out of the guilt and weight of sin, is through Christ. All the laws and the prophets all led up and pointed to Jesus Christ as the sinless savior. In conclusion, I would like us to read Matthew 22:37 to 40. Matthew 22:37 to 40, where Jesus himself addressed this matter. One day, when Jesus was teaching the crowds, a Pharisee asked him, What is the greatest commandment of the law? And Jesus answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Those were Jesus's precise words. Now, we satisfy all the demands of the law by loving God first and then loving others. For us to do this well, we need to depend on the power of the Holy Spirit and keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith and the fulfillment of the law. Now the question really is, how simple can things really be that all I need to do is accept and believe in Jesus Christ and that's it? Oh yes, really, that's it. Anything outside Christ is mere morality, self-righteousness or legalism which do not earn us salvation or eternal life jesus said in john 6 29 in answer to a question from verse 28 we want to perform god's works too what should we do this is the only work god wants from us or from you believe in the one he has sent jesus simplified all the law and the prophets Made it so easy for every one of us to fulfill the law without striving, without strain, without stress. How simple can this be? But as human beings, we believe that oh, the more, the harder we work or the more difficult things are, then, then it gives us some kind of you know, self you know, righteousness or some kind of feeling that we're doing something right when something is so simple or so simplistic we think maybe something is not right because that is how we've been taught in our various cultures that's how things have been and then jesus comes with such a simple solution and we think oh things really can't be that simple but really that's all it is jesus is the eternal game-changer. So I use this opportunity to invite you to believe in Jesus Christ whom God has sent. There's no more need to strive to be accepted or to succumb to the expectations of humans or strive for, give, for goodness or morality. All we need is Jesus. Now would you please say a simple prayer with me if you're ready to accept jesus as your god and savior it's really a simple prayer heavenly father thank you for fulfilling all the requirements of the law for me in jesus so lord jesus i accept your sacrifice on the cross and accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for taking away the curse of the law. I love you, Lord. Send me your Holy Spirit to guide, lead, and show me how to love like you do. Amen. Thank you. As many as have said this prayer with me, thank you. You are accepted in the beloved, you are accepted in Christ. Keep up with Christ, keep your prayer up, join a uh, Bible-believing church, Uh, join a Bible study group, and learn more about Jesus, and that is how you build up your faith. And before signing off tonight, if you would like to know more about how Jesus fulfilled the law and the prophets, especially the Old Testament prophecies, I would uh, invite you to read through the book of Matthew with a reference Bible or a concordance. Each prophecy you come across will refer you back to the part of the Old Testament where it was predicted. And this will give you an idea of how Jesus was the fulfillment of all the law and the prophets how simple can things get so thank you for staying with me today I pray that you continue to grow in your faith I pray that you continue to just be curious about the things of God be curious about the person of Jesus get to know him more ask him to reveal himself to you and May you live a fulfilling life in Jesus' name. And I invite you to be expectant. Our next topic will be something very, very interesting. (laughs) Who did Jesus say he is? The Son of God, the Son of Man. That will be our next topic. Looking forward to well-being with us all next time. Peace out. God bless.